0: Another season is in the book for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Where did they fall record-wise in the reverse standings, and who will have the top overall pick in this year's NBA draft? Plus, we're going to dive into and recap this game against the L.A. Clippers to end the season. Plus, what's ahead in the offseason for the Thunder and for Locked On Thunder. All of that and more on today's show on the Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Rylan Stiles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LLThunderPod. Email the show LLThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by BetOnline.net. We're going to officially dive into the pre playing tankathon lottery standings. Where do the Thunder sit right now? What does that mean for the Thunder and their future? Plus, We'll dive into their loss to the Clippers to end the regular season. But again, today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online has you covered for all the latest props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Go check them out today at betonline.net. So the season's officially over. That tanking season by the Thunder is done. And mercifully so. At the end of the season, there was a lot of bad basketball. There were a lot of new players shuffled in and out, and there were tanking measures you never thought a team would need to take, like shutting down Tim Aldon and Pokoshevsky and not even playing uh, Lindy Waters for the last couple of games. But you've made it to another end. And the question is, where did it get you? Well, the Houston Rockets have the best odds at the top overall pick with a 52.1% chance to land in the top four, but a 14% chance to land at the top overall pick Orlando and Detroit have the same odds as Houston because the top three, of course, all have the same odds in the NBA lottery. And then Oklahoma City falls at four. They were a game back of third, a game up of five of of the Pacers. And so here's the Thunder lottery odds. 48.1% chance at the top four pick. 12.5% chance at the top overall pick. There it is. There's a 12.5% chance the Thunder get the first overall pick and can get whoever they want In this year's draft, a draft that consists of a, you know, reliable top three, a consensus top three, if you will, you really need to get in there. You really need a top three pick and you have a chance at a top four pick uh, with a 48.1% chance to be exact at the top four pick. We've seen that this can go a bunch of different directions. It's a total lottery system with lottery balls and ping pong balls and results that don't make sense. But to finish out the lottery, we'll dive into the Thunder pick by pick chances. After fourth, the Thunder, you go Pacers, Blazers, Kings, Pelicans, and Spurs in the, in the top nine, and then Washington, Portland, Via, New Orleans, Knicks, uh, Hornets, Hawks, Clippers to Oklahoma City could leap into the lottery as well. Now, Clippers are at 15 right now, but they could leap into the lottery because the lottery odds do not set until after the play-in. So Even though the Clippers are at 15, if they lose in the play-in, they lose tomorrow to Minnesota they lose the subsequent game after that. If they lose those two games, they will then be in the lottery and their pick is completely and totally unprotected to Oklahoma City. So even if they ha- even if that roughly 0.7% chance happens and they get the top overall pick, even if that roughly 3.4% chance of a top four pick happens and they get a top four pick, now be it, those will be very unlikely. But if they do happen, that pick absolutely goes to Oklahoma City. So you might as well Throw your hat in the ring and see if uh, the most unlikely scenario happens and root against the Clippers for these next couple of games and just test your odds. And if nothing else, move up a pick or two uh, in the lottery system. So that's what's at stake in general for the Thunder. Now, you can have the odds for the pick by pick basis. The most prevalent or the most likely scenario at 25.7% is the Thunder get the sixth overall pick. That's your highest percentage point to get to a single pick slot. 25.7 for pick six. Your next highest is 16.7 for pick seven overall. Then you have a 12.5% chance at the top overall pick, a 12.2% chance at the second overall pick, an 11.9% chance at the third overall pick, an 11.5% chance at the fourth overall pick. And then you have a 7.2% chance at the fifth overall pick. And then here's the big one, a 2.2% chance at the eighth overall pick. That's your floor. Again, is that likely to land in the 2.2% chance? No, but knowing the Thunder's luck, it might. So that the lowest you can fall is pick eight. The average kind of position, uh, according to Tankathon, is 4.4. So hopefully the Thunder at least land in the top four and can get one of the best four players, which again, the top three is pretty consensus. You have some combination of Chet, Jabari, Smith, and uh, Paul Bencaro. But the fourth pick is also pretty set in stone of Jaden Ivey in terms of the consensus big boards now. If Shaden Sharp declares for the draft, and if he blows you away at the combine or pro days, or or I should say, uh, you know, in person private workouts, things of that nature, you could totally see Sharp flying up these boards, at least to the top four. Obviously, uh, so a little more uncertainty at four, clearly, but still, there's a big drop off, I think, from three to four, but not a quantum leap, not a canyon size drop off from three to four. Let's just go ahead and get a rough big board out there for the top eight picks. Of course, I have a big board going down uh, through 80, but let's just make sure that we have our top eight right here for the time being. Then we'll have big board shows and draft shows all throughout the offseason. We're not going to go anywhere five days a week throughout the offseason. So make sure you subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. But I have Jabari Smith number one. I, I think that he is a clear cut number one option on-, on this big board and for the Thunder and for really any team that gets the top overall pick, I have Chet number two. I don't want whatever you feel about Poku to cloud your judgment or cloud your perspective on Chet. I know that there's some Thunder fans out there who have seen or not liked Pokushevsky's development and therefore don't want the Thunder to take, to take Chet, but Chet's a really special player. If you grade him independently of Pokushevsky and, and don't have like the misconceptions about, Pokashevsky that you do with Chet. I think he's number two. And Paolo Benquero is number three. Again, most people have this top three. And again, there's a ton of different combinations that you can see. You can see people have Paolo at one, Jabari at two, Chet at three, Chet at one, Paolo at two, Jabari at three. It can go any different way you want to, but that's just kind of my rankings in all of this. And the bottom line is, it would be a huge success to land one of these three players. And I wouldn't really care which one. If the Thunder get the top overall pick, and draft Paulo Banchero, even though he's my third overall player, I, it wouldn't bug me at all. It, it'd still be considered a massive win for me. The goal on draft night should be one of these three players for the Thunder, and then you move from there throughout the offseason. Number four, I, had Jay, I have Jaden Ivey. Number five, I have Sharp. I think that this guy can be incredible. I think that if he even played half of a college season, he might be the top overall pick in this year's draft. I think that his high school stuff... I know it's iffy to bet on high school AAU tape and high school AAU highlights, but I think that what you're seeing in high school is firmly translatable to the NBA, as crazy as that sounds. And so it seems like he'd be a pretty thundery pick as well, as long as he had a good interview process and workout process with the Thunder. But I have him at five after I have Jaden Ivey at four, and then AJ Griffin at six, Tegan Murray at seven, and Johnny Davis at eight. Uh, Just to give you a glimpse of my big board real quick, I think that Johnny Davis at 8 makes slightly more sense than abaji at 9, who I have at 9, obviously. I have Agbaji so high because I just can't see a realm in which he fails in the NBA. Obviously, something catastrophic could happen. No one is uh, – this isn't exact science by any means, but I just don't see a way where you just pick Agbaji and he's terrible out of the league in three years and just is a waste of a pick. I think he's at least going to bring your team value. And when you're picking at 8, that's very comforting. However, for a team like the Thunder who are trying to get as many swings as they can at a pillar blue chip prospect, blue chip player, maybe that safe route's not the route you want to go in the top 10, but if he's still around at that Clippers pick, then sure, you would take Abagi. So it's all up in the air right now for me, but that's just kind of where my big board's at at this very moment. Of course, we still have a long ways to go uh, in terms of the combine and the interview process and things leaking out from the workouts and uh, physicals and measurables and all of that fun stuff. So a long way to go, and that's just the taste of where the big board is at at this very moment. But what do you think about the lottery odds? What do you think about this season as a whole? Thunder tank this year and still end up at four instead of the illustrious bottom three that you want to end up in. How are you feeling about the season we just saw and also the season upcoming and the off season? And what's your big board? If you had to label one through eight to kind of protect yourself and what the lowest possible pick would be for the Thunder, Who'd be around pick eight for you on your big board right now? So I do want to say right now, though, about good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. It's that easy. It's that simple. It's that time again for you to stick true to your New Year's resolution. And I want you to make sure that... You are doing that with Built Bar. And the reason that it's easy for me to stay true to that resolution because Built Bar has so many flavors that it does not make doing the right thing, like eating a great protein bar that's great for you, repetitive. With their many flavors, I feel reinvigorated every single time I go to the pantry or the refrigerator to get a Built Bar. They have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Make sure you check them out today at Bilt.com, promo code lot15, Built.com promo code lot15, lot 15% off of your next order. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Locked On Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast, and nightly recap show of every NBA game from the night before with a take from our local experts as well and that's going to be key in the playoffs because it's free and available anywhere you get your podcast from and after you watch these incredible playoff games we're about to witness you can hop on the lockdown now podcast and get a brief synopsis of the game and what you just saw from an insider point of view the way that we all are on the lockdown podcast network so make sure you check it out wherever you get podcasts from we are back on the lockdown podcast network your teams every day and let's talk about this game against the Clippers. We talked a little about the draft and the lottery and things that are very important, but in the second segment, let's do our last game recap of the year. Yeah, this was a tough one, right? Tao Maldon's out, Pokoshevsky's out, Jeremiah Robson-Earl's out, Lindy Waters is out, Wiggins is out, Giddy is out, SGA, Dort, Baisley, Favors, Jerome, and Trey Mann's out, as well as Mike Muscala and Kenny Hustle. For the Clippers, they sat down Jay Scrub sat down Reggie Jackson, Kawhi, Paul George, Jason Preston, and Marcus Morris. The Clippers start Terrence Mann, Luke Kennard, Robert Covington, and Coffee with, with Zubak as well. And then the Thunder start Xavier Simpson, Vid Creci, Isaiah Roby, Jalen Hord, and, and Georges in this game. And they fall 138 to 88. The Clippers uh, built a 50 point lead in this one. The Thunder never led in this game. One time the game was tied, and it was just a complete masterpiece from the Clippers, even though they didn't have much to play for. They out rebound the Thunder 57 to 40. They have one more turnover than OKC, but they dominate fast break points 23 to 9. They also dominate uh, the second chance points as well, and they tie in points in the paint, and they dominate bench points 52 to 8. The Thunder win points off turnovers, though, 15 to 8. Uh, and neither team had much to play for because the Pistons beat the Sixers to eliminate the shot of jumping up to three for the Thunder, and the Clippers had their plans uh, fate sealed with the tournament against Minnesota on Tuesday. So again, root, root, root for the T-Wolves because you need the Clippers to be bounced. Just have a sliver of hope of jumping up in the lottery uh, in any which way. It'd be funny though, I guess just another thing to add to the bad luck, what if scenarios for the Thunder over the years. If the the Clippers do advance in the play and go to the NBA first round, and then the person taking their spot in the lottery somehow makes that 0.2% leap into the top pick, That'd just be just the Thunder's luck, right? You can just add it to the long list of what-if scenarios, and of course that would happen uh, to Oklahoma City. But the Thunder have five in double figures, uh, and they had six players playing total. The Clippers had seven double figures and one with nine. Yes, the Thunder did play six players in this one. Six. It was one of those games. Hey, on the bright side, Georgia's goes out with a bang. 14 points, three assists, two steals, six rebounds, three for six from three. 40% from the floor in 48 minutes. Jalen Hoard, although inefficient, got a double-double again. One for six from three, 30% from the floor, 15 rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block, a turnover, and 14 points within 45 minutes. Jalen Hoard played well last year on his two-way contract. He's played well this year on his 10-day deal. But ultimately, I don't foresee him having a sustainable NBA future. And again, if you believe that the Thunder are going to invest in Lindy Waters as they've shown with his two-year, two-way deal. You're not going to occupy the only two-way spot you have available left after giving Lundy Waters that deal going into next year on Jalen Hort. It's just not the case. He's a guy you bring in around this time of year. He's not a guy that you use a true NBA spot on, in my opinion, or you tie up another two-way spot on a 23-year-old, uh, 23-year-old guy who's bounced around the league already from Portland to Oklahoma City and has done this very thing last year. That still did not give him enough credence to hop aboard the Thunder roster for the long haul this year. I don't see how this will be any different. I think that he'll be in the G League next year. He'll be an awesome player in the G League, and he'll be ready for the call from the Thunder or for any other team next year whenever they get in the same injury slash tanking scenario. And then he'll continue to, to tread water that way and to get his NBA minutes and playing time and experience that way. I just don't think that this will lead to a bigger deal. I don't think this will lead to a big contract or a roster spot fully or even a two-way deal because with only having one available, you have to think of how many potential players are going to be coming into the fold after the draft. Not only undrafted players, but also players like Paul Watson Jr., who I wouldn't have signed. I would have kept Josh Hall, although if you look at what's happened with those two players, it wouldn't have really mattered. But I would have kept Josh Hall for the upside play. But the Thunder took a shot on the 26-year-old wing and Paul Watson Jr. Those kind of Paul Watson Jr. types are going to get cut again and going to be available again, just as he was from Toronto this last offseason. Plus, there's going to be guys that you like in the draft that are just going to simply go undrafted. And, and it depends on uh, how you read the scenario from you know, the NBA draft perspective. You've seen guys like Jordan Hall be heavily tied to the Thunder, and he's once again entered the NBA draft. He's one of the best passers in the draft, and I have him as a top 60 player. I have him somebody's somebody who's going to be drafted in the upper second round. But I talked to other people who scout the NBA and who and who dabble in the NBA draft, and they have him at times undraftable. So that's another guy who the Thunder have, who the Thunder have had their eye on in, in Jordan Hall for two years now and really like him for two years now. If he goes undrafted, you're probably going to take the shot on him, a 20-year-old who has an, an elite trait versus Jalen Horde, who is a nice rebounder whenever nobody's chasing them and whenever you're tanking and having a high usage rate. But in the flow of a normal NBA game, what would he end up actually being? probably not that impactful right and so you just rather take the shot on the unknown quantity in Jordan Hall or in any of the other players that are available after the draft in that hypothetical scenario so it's nice right you can't take away his five three-point game you can't take away the fact that he had those 20 rebound games and he's the seventh or eighth player, whatever it was to get a 2020 game for the Thunder like you can't take any of that away and that's awesome for his legacy for his life for his Anything you want to say on the personal side of things, but from a business side of things, I just don't want the freak out to happen whenever the Thunder do eventually uh, part ways with Jalen Horde as it happened with Olivier Sar, which was shocking to me. There was YouTube comments, there was DMs, there was mentions, there was everyone panicking or freaking out about Olivier Saar whenever he was waived. It just never made any sense to me. So I'm just going to caution it again now with Jalen Horde to realize these games meant absolutely nothing other than did they lose? Did they move up the standings and the reverse standings? That's all they meant. Whatever a player did or didn't do doesn't really matter for these last few games. And now that that ride is over, the Thunder will start creating roster spots for the offseason. And of course, utilizing that, that two-way deal. So we'll see where the Thunder go from here. Same thing with Melvin Frazier. Of course, he didn't really have that, those huge standout games like Jalen Horde did. But even though he is technically on a two-way deal, I would expect him to be on that deal come, say, June, right? Whenever you can, like, uh, start to maneuver your off season and start to bring in new players, or July, or anything else of that nature. So that's where the Thunder sit right now. Let's talk more about this game, like Xavier Simpson, and what's to come for the Thunder in the Locked On Thunder podcast, as well on the other side of the break. But first, I want to say right now, my good friends over at Bet Online, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports info for all the latest sports information developments, league news. Podcasts, playoff previews, major league season—all that fun stuff—you can go to Bet Online because they're continued to be your source for all your information, from the playoffs to esports and more. So go to the website right now, BetOnline.net. Bet Online is where the game starts. It's this easy, folks. You go to your URL bar, you type in BetOnline.net, loads up, you click uh, Sportsbook, and you know what? Let's make a bet on basketball, the NBA, and tomorrow's play-in tournament. The the Cavs are eight and a half point underdogs. And the Clippers are three and a half point underdogs. And then in the Eastern Conference side of things, or I should say on the Wednesday side of things, the Hornets are four and a half point underdogs, and the Spurs are five and a half point dogs. I'm going to bet on the Spurs to keep it closer than five, and I'll bet on them and the Hawks minus four and a half. I just don't see how you beat Trey Young in a one-game playoff scenario, but that should be a lot of fun, the, the Hornets and the Hawks getting together. And then I'll bet on the Clippers plus three and a half and I'll bet on Brooklyn minus eight and a half. But that one is iffy for me. I I probably will change that bet to Cleveland as it gets closer to tip off. But you can go see how you would fare at betonline.net where the game starts.
1: No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and a lope at the county courthouse? That's a move. file with 100% accuracy, and get you your max refund, guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. We are back on the Lockdown
0: Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter. At Ryland underscore Styles, and make sure you're checking out the Lockdown NBA podcast. Make it your second listen after you make us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. It is time for you to flip the jump ball in the play-in tournament and hear from our experts all the way through the finals. Lockdown experts take you there in 30 minutes or less, covering all 30 teams on the Lockdown NBA podcast. It's free and available across all platforms, just as we are. So make sure you check out Lockdown NBA, Lockdown Thunder and everything else associated with Locked On because we are the largest podcast network in the country. So make sure you check us out anywhere you get podcasts from. Now let's continue diving into this game real quick and talk about Xavier Simpson, who had a nice game for, for the Thunder in this one. And he plays in 45 minutes, 17 points, seven rebounds, or I should say seven assists, nine rebounds, a steal, a block, two turnovers, three fouls. He had that nice hook shot that's laughable. You know, not laughable in the sense of it's bad, but it's just funny seeing a six foot guy, just get off that hook shot in the paint, but one for three from a three point land, 46 from the floor. Look again, was it fun watching Xavier Simpson? He had the fun factor. It was one of the only bright spots in these last couple of games was watching. What would Simpson do next? But he's 25 years old and he's six six foot tall. He's not going to be somebody the thunder depend on uh, for the long stretch or for the next season or any of that. He's going to be a really nice player for the blue. If he chooses to go that route. And that about does it for Xavier Simpson in the thunder In general, But it's awesome for him to actually get that NBA start or, you know, now these couple of NBA starts and get his NBA games for a reward for his G League performances for the Thunder organization. I hope he's back on the training camp roster. I hope he's back in the preseason and then kind of shuffles back down to the blue after that's all over. But that's where the Thunder roster sits. My money ball pick of the year uh, for the final game of the year was Jalen Horde. It was actually, of course, Georgia, who had three. My MVP of the games, Xavier Simpson. And up next on Lockdown Thunder. So tomorrow on Tuesday, we're going to have a stock watch episode with a playoff preview on Wednesday. We're going to have an exit interview recap on Thursday. We're going to have our award picks and grading the season as a whole. And then on Friday, our draft profile on Jabari Smith. So a lot of fun there. As we wrap up another week of lockdown thunder, we are staying daily throughout the off season. So make sure you subscribe for free across all platforms. So you never miss a podcast. And also, just a thank you. We've made it through another season together on Lockdown Thunder. I know that the, uh, the longtime listeners of the podcast and journal have seen a ton of hosts, you know, from the great Fred Katz all the way up to Brady Trantham and the kind of revolving door, but I'm glad that we provide some stability now and I cannot wait for yet another year next year uh, with another season next year on Lockdown Thunder. You guys are great. This has truly been a lifelong dream. I mean, I, I knew from a young age, folks, that I was not cut out to play sports at uh, any sort of elite level much less varsity high school sports even. Uh, so I always wanted to be you know, a Dan Patrick type of person, media personality, and always love the media side of sports even more so than the sports themselves. So as a sports media nerd and somebody who's always wanted to do this, the fact that I get to cover the Thunder each and every day credentialed by the team and it's just uh, getting so many great opportunities. It's a thank you of a lifetime that all of you support it because I could not do that without the support, without the listeners and everything else. So thank you all for listening. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts from for free. And follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. And until tomorrow, be good, be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.